Welcome to the Healing Place Church devotional podcast. Join us Monday through Friday for a new daily devotional each day from the Healing Place Church pastors and staff. We hope this podcast will help you grow in your faith and will be a blessing and a resource to you as you pursue God daily. Hey everybody, welcome to the Healing Place Church Daily Devotional Podcast. We are in a special series leading up to Easter. This week is Easter, and we are celebrating on our devotions by looking at the seven statements that Jesus says from the cross. Each one of these statements are packed with importance and things that we should reflect upon and think about, especially as we're leading up to Easter Sunday. And so we're going to be reading Matthew chapter 27, verses 45 to 46 today. It says this, At noon, darkness fell across the whole land until 3 o'clock. And at about 3 o'clock, Jesus called out in a loud voice, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you abandoned me? Or, My God, why have you forsaken me? And so that is the phrase, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? One of the seven things that Jesus says on the cross. It's an important, and I really think it comes down to three things that I saw here, three simple observations. First, we see the rejection, we see the reference, and then we see the reflection. If you know me, I like to have all my words start with the same letter. So we see the rejection, the reference, and the reflection. First, let's talk about the rejection here. You know, it's, 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 it should grab you, it should kind of grip you to read this, that Jesus, the Son of God, is crying out and he says, my God, my God, why are you forsaking me? You know what's interesting about this is if you read the Gospel of Matthew, throughout the entire Gospel, every time Jesus is talking about or talking to God the Father, he always refers to him as Father. This is actually the first time in the entire gospel that he doesn't say, Father. He switches and he says, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You know, one of the things that you think about when you think about the cross is you think, man, how, how painful that must have been. That must have been just excruciating pain. But I think what this is hinting at is something we should really stop and think about. You see, there was a break in intimacy between God the Father and God the Son. And you see, I think that this is the real pain of the cross. You see, we could talk about the physical pain of the cross and nails and and the crown of thorns, and that would have been overwhelmingly painful. But the thing that hurt Jesus the most was this break in intimacy that he had in this moment with the Father. You see, Jesus and the Father are one. They've always been one. They'll always be one. They've shared nothing but love and joy and happiness in each other's presence since eternity past. And here, there is a break in intimacy. Jesus is taking on the wrath of the Father. He's only ever known and enjoyed the love of the Father. You see, that wrath belonged to us. It was meant for us because of our sin, but Jesus was innocent, and he did not deserve to know the wrath of the Father, but he took it for us. So we see this rejection, you see this pain, this heartache in Jesus, but also what we see here is a reference. When he's quoting this, he's saying, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? This is actually a direct quote from the book of Psalms. It's from the book of Psalms chapter 22. And so the, in the ancient world, rabbis, they would quote the first verse of, of, of a psalm or the first verse of a chapter, and it was, it was designed to get you to go back and read it. And Psalms 22.1 is literally this, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And so if you go back and you read this psalm, 
It's pretty amazing because what it is, it's a Psalm of David and David is describing this event in his life. And when you read it and you study the life of David from uh, the book of First and Second Samuel, what you see is this event never actually happens in his life. It's really strange. He's describing what we could only say is a crucifixion a thousand years before Christ and hundreds and hundreds of years before crucifixion even existed. Psalms 22 verses 16 through 18 says this. He says, My enemies surround me like a pack of dogs and an evil gang closes in on me. Check this out. They have pierced my hands and my feet. I can count all of my bones. My enemies stare at me and gloat, and they divide my garments among themselves, and they throw dice for my clothing. This is an exact picture of what is happening to Jesus. And as he is hanging on the cross, he's quoting this psalm because he wants everyone standing there and everyone hearing about this to go back and read Psalm 22 because it is a messianic psalm, a prophecy about the Messiah and how he was called to suffer on behalf of the people. So we've seen the rejection, we've seen the reference, but honestly, the most important thing is we have to see the reflection. You see, this question wasn't Jesus asking this out of confusion. You know, when I ask a question, it's because there's information that I don't know. If I wanna know something, I ask a question. Jesus has all the information. He knows exactly what's happening. In fact, if you read the Gospel of Matthew, you could see at every stage of the process of him walking towards the crucifixion, he is in control, he knows exactly what's happening, and this is his decision. He is headed towards the cross with, with this resolve that this is his mission. So why is he asking this? It's not because he wants to get information, it's because he wants you and me to reflect on this question. You see, this is the most important question in the whole world. Why did the Father forsake the Son? Why did God the Father pour out his wrath on God the Son? And the answer is simple, for you and for me. You see, Jesus took the wrath of the Father so that I wouldn't get the wrath. You see, Jesus took the wrath of the Father, and you and me, we get the favor of the Father. This is called the great exchange. And the answer to the question that Jesus asked is the most important answer in all of the world. Why did God the Father forsake God the Son? Jesus tells us in John, right? John 3, 16. For God so loved you. He so loved this world that he gave his one and only Son. We already know the answer. And this Easter, we have to take time and reflect on this. So what's our challenge? What, what's the application? You know, I'm gonna make it real simple for you today. Here's what I want you to do. Here's a challenge to you today on this special Easter week. I want you to take time and read Psalms chapter 22. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? I want you to read that Psalm and I want you to think about Jesus. I want you to think about the crucifixion. You see, because the Psalm starts off with, with the Psalmist being rejected by God, but watch how it ends. I want you to pay attention to this. Look how it ends. It doesn't end the way it begins. It ends with hope and it ends with glory. You see, what's gonna happen is this, is Jesus is going to be forsaken by the Father for you and for me, but that's not where it ends. He will rise very shortly and he will receive his glory and he will tell his disciples before he, he ascends up to heaven that he has been given all authority. You see, Jesus paid the price and he switched places 
and we reap the benefits of that. God, why have you forsaken Jesus? The answer is simple, for us. Let's pray. God, we thank you for these words. Each one of these words causes us to reflect, Jesus, you were rejected so that we could be accepted. You were, you were cast from the Father so that we could be drawn in. And Jesus, I pray for every person watching this online, every person listening to this. Maybe they're driving in their car right now or sitting at their desk, or maybe they're drinking their cup of coffee. Wherever it is, I pray that this question would stir in their soul. They would sense this question and they would think about this answer and it would lead them to the conclusion that you love them in a way that they never could have seen and in a way that they don't deserve. Jesus, you were forsaken by the Father so that I would be accepted. We will spend the rest of eternity thanking you for that. There's not enough words to say thank you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening. Take a moment to subscribe so you don't miss any of the daily devotionals and be sure to share with your friends. For more information about HPC, visit healingplacechurch.org.